Hello and welcome to MiceCast with your hosts, Greg and Mike. Welcome. I'm fresh back from Walt Disney World and this show's about me. <laughs> Aren't they all? Well, you're just a co-host, Mike. That's <laughs> okay, but if I'm just a co-host, you're just a co-host. No, no, I'm the host. You're, the, you're, you're like the Ed McMahon. Oh, don't you too. dare go there, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. All right, so <sighs> you're fresh back. You were last night. You know, I tried calling you from uh, Disneyland about 10.30. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I, guess where I was at 10.30. It's probably still sitting on the freaking airplane. It was an hour late. And, uh, oh, really? Uh, I figured I tried to give a little extra time. Oh, well. It was a good time had by all. There that's was, nice. There's 11, 11 folks. But we can talk about that some other time. Yeah, sure. Uh, we are going to uh, we're going to run down Greg's trip as it actually happened, and compare it to his plan and see how far or far off or how close he was to his plan. Yeah, I didn't take Besides notes, so my my photographic memory will have to bring well, it all back uh, to me. Okay. Well, geez, it was you know it's been a week. I should hope you can recollect <laughs> with the help of your plan that you know we were supposed to do this. We did end up doing this instead. Uh, do you want to do housekeeping now or at the end? Uh, you can go ahead and do it now. Okay. Well, you know where to find us on the forums of Disney Podcast Network. Uh, that's DisneyPodcastNet.com. We have email addresses, Mike at MySCast.com, Greg at MySCast.com. We have a voicemail line, 206-600-MICE, 206-600-6423. And to all of you who have posted show suggestions for us, I have read them. There's some good ones out there, and we will get to them. But we're going to kind of bookend Greg's trip here with thoughts before and thoughts after. And there's definitely an audience segment out there that like to hear trip reports. So that's what this is essentially going to be. So, day well one. Done. You landed <sighs> at, some, what, 7 in the morning? No, you said you're at your resort by 7.30... Yeah, uh, six. I think about six thirteen, six fifteen. We we hit the ground. Uh, we went straight to the Magical Express because we were those kind of people. Put those funny little yellow tags in LAX. I gotta say, I I, I did things I've never done before on this trip. First of all, I checked in online with Delta. I've never done that before. Uh, checked my bags with the Bell. Or no, they're not bellhops. The Whatever sky, the guys the sky cap. The, the sky cap at the curb. Last time I did that in San Francisco, 20 years ago, going to Walt Disney World, they lost my bags. So I've never used a sky cap since. I've always gone to the counter. Uh, so trusting that the new rules of flying and bags can't fly without the people who they're intended to be with and all that kind of stuff, felt a little more comfortable. So I checked them at the uh, with the sky cap. And off we went. Of course, nobody slept on the plane like you know it was the plan. <laughs> so, but tried to here and there. You but you didn't catch uh, forty wings, huh? No, I ended up watching a movie part of the way, drifted in and out probably here and there. Um, you know, song is now part of Delta. Yet the odd thing was, I didn't expect the song plane to pull up to the. Um, Just hasn't had its new paint job yet. Well, here's the funny thing. It said that this flight was being operated by an affiliate, China Airlines, or China something. What? Okay. Yeah, exactly. And, but it was a strong plane. It was all, you know, pretty much normal-looking steward and stewardesses and 
so, you know, so on and so forth. All right. Was the song playing, but they didn't play those song songs anymore and didn't have the song menu and pretty much snacks and um, drinks was pretty much it. No choice, no, no chance to purchase food. Oh, yeah, that's but right, that song. Yeah, you could yeah. buy the frou-frou stuff if you wanted to. Yeah, but that was okay. So, anyways, um, watched the movie, got there about 6.15, went downstairs to the Magical Express. Um, of course, there was pretty much no one else down there when we got down there. Got on a bus. We were the only ones on the bus, sat there for well, a couple minutes. Some more people came, thought, okay, maybe they're heading on our bus. And they didn't. They went to another bus, and finally they gave them clearance after about... 10-15 minutes for us to leave. We were the only people on the Magical Express bus. So needless to say, there was only one stop, which was our resort, the uh, Grand Floridian, which was really, really nice. They had a room available for us. It's the first time I've ever showed up to Walt Disney World at 7 in the morning. It's the third time I've done this with a red eye and actually had a room available when I got there at check-in. Well, okay, so two times value, one time deluxe. That's, that <laughs> I wonder is if correct. there's any correlation. <laughs> right, because the last, to see, before that, 20 years prior, we stayed at the um, Lake Buena Vista area. I think it was called the Groveners or Grove, whatever. Yeah. However you pronounce that stupid it's name. Like four, and then four or five hotels on the on that little yeah. little Lake Buena Vista loop. And then the previous time to that was at one of the cabins, or what at that time was fifth-wheel trailers in uh, Fort Wilderness, but it was probably during the day we arrived, so I don't even remember. That was, that was a long time ago. So anyways, room was ready. I'm like, really? Very cool. So got to go up there, throw our crap in the room, you know, the crap we carried on, and see what was our first thing supposed to be? MGM. Well, you know, I've been moaning and groaning about my back problems before we went. Got off the plane feeling great. Good. And that was probably the last time I felt great the whole time. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah. So anyways, I'm kind of, you know, holding out for getting to uh, the third day, which was going to be Animal Kingdom, because absolutely had to ride Everest. Uh, Everest. So anyways, we got about halfway through the day. I'm not even sure if we had lunch. Let's see, what was my lunch supposed to be? Lunch was supposed to be at the ABC commissary counter. Well, never made that. Uh, so I, uh, the kids wanted to go back to the to the room. Well, I take that back. We started off with breakfast at the Contemporary. I, I backtrack here a little bit. Nice thing about being on the monorail line is, of course, hopping on the monorail. So go up to the second floor at the Grand Floridian, hop over two stops later. We're sitting, you know, at the Contemporary. Went to the Concourse Steakhouse, had a good breakfast. Then we went over to MGM. All right. So would. Did you take a bus from the Contemporary to MGM then? We, yes, we did. We, okay. we found our way down there to where their bus stop was, got to the MGM. Didn't take very long, you know, maybe ten, five, ten minutes for a bus to show up and hit, headed straight over to the MGM. <sighs> so, you know, the kids want to go off on their own, so, okay, see you later. You know, they're 12 and 14, figure they're old enough to go sure. do, do whatever. Gave them charging privileges to the card. Uh, their room card told them they didn't have any more than 100 bucks a piece, which was, you know, an outright, outright bullshit lie because they can't limit individual cards in the room. All cards have charging. Yeah, 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 but they don't need to know so that. They, yeah, what what do they know? So uh, they met up with us about halfway through the day and said they were tired. Everybody wanted to go rest because of the red eye. 
So we did that and burned about four hours in the room. Sleeping? Yeah, everybody went to sleep. I gotta say, when you pull the shades at the Grand uh, Grand Floridian, it's one dark ass room. Very easy (laughs) to sleep in the middle of the day. Yeah, Um, most hotel rooms have those, you know, blackout curtains that feel. I don't. I don't remember the Value Resort being so damn dark. I mean, it really. It really gave you some nice resting time. So, anyways, okay, so from went on much longer than I would have. So, from what time to what time did done. you sleep? Oh, I don't know, twelve to four maybe. So, oh, okay, all right. So that's not too bad. It's not like from four to eight where you no, wake no, up and no, we'll, okay. We eventually got back to the MGM probably um, five. I think we managed to get on the Great Movie Ride. No, I maybe. T- yeah, I, I had talked to you that day, and you were down at the pool, and you said they were chasing you out. And that was like at four o'clock in the afternoon, so you were already up. Chasing us out of the you pool. You said they were. You said they, they were closing the pool at the Grand Floridian because of lightning or something. I was on the phone with you that Saturday. Oh yeah, I was probably out walking around because everybody else was asleep. Okay. And then they they wanted to refresh themselves with a shower or something. You know, I don't okay. What so you were killing the time. Details. On the but I was killing okay. time taking pictures around the resort. They have two pools at the Grand Floridian, and one of them is kind of it's kind of a rock thing with a slide. It's, it's you know. Yeah, that's standard. Disney Resort uh, Fair, yeah. Yeah, I guess I should I should back up a little bit and tell you about a little bit about the Grand Floridian. Things that I was not used to from having stayed at the Value Resort. Value Resorts have a large ass food court. I mean I mean they're pretty large. The the All Stars, the food court and the shopping area are separated in the Pop Century, they're kinda of one big area. And plus, there was a bar in the Pop Century, and they're they're a zoo. Kids everywhere, a lot of noise. At the Floridian, the food court and the arcade is tiny. I mean, not much larger than the the well, the food court area, not much bigger than the room you actually stay in. And then there's a seating area with some arcade. But you could eat 24 hours a day in this food court. Really? Okay, and, I, and again, I'm saying the food court was. Small. It's not a big, big area at all because there are more restaurants than anything at the Floridian. And there's, there's one out on, you know, like right on the bay. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, let's see, I've got my little Floridian map here, which we just happen to be handy. Uh, Imagine the, that. Yeah, Gasparilla Grill and Games is right next to the dock where the little boat comes to take you to the Magic Kingdom. Okay, wait. Now, so Gasparilla is the food court. No, 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 no. The okay. food court was called... Let's see if it's got a name here. Uh, the Mouseketeer Club, I guess, is okay. what the food court was called. Um, and we were we stayed in the Sago Key, or K, if you pr- prefer that uh, pronouncement with the C-A-Y. We had a marina view, which was fine with me, because we didn't spend much time out in the balcony viewing anything. Uh not too far from the main building. It's, I guess you could say if you were looking at a north-south map, it's the it's towards the Magic Kingdom all the way on the left. So it's next to the the convention center. So okay. again, it was nice. Not too far from the pool. The main pool, 24 hours a day. Open. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Not you know the the value resorts. Close at midnight. Pools, supposedly. Close at midnight. I saw people in them later, but not really. The little secondary pool, the one I was telling you about, the little slide, it closed at 8 o'clock, I think. Um, so that was nice. 24 hours a day. There's towels out there for you. Um, 
and I, I believe we could get um, room service. I think 24. I didn't really. We never looked at room service. We had a mini bar, which of course the kids wanted to eat and drink out of, but I refused to because Hell of the no. prices. Okay, sure. Jeez, you know they give you a key at check-in for the mini bar. I think I ended up letting them get fish fishies out of it once, just because I was figure. Okay, you might as well get one thing out of it so I can, you know, not listen to this anymore. Oh, okay. um, we just slide the key back to the to the front desk person. No, we won't be needing this. <laughs> no, we actually kept it in the room and you know just left it there. They 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 respected what I said. That was about one of the few things they respected. I said over okay. the whole trip, but you know, but that worked out. But anyways. The Floridian was, I mean, I almost got a cavity. People were so sweet. <laughs> yeah, you know, <laughs> how are you? Yes, Mr. Nut. Oh, Mr. Nut. Yeah, Mr. Nut. Hey, Mrs. Nut. You know, how are you doing? Waiting for valet. Or not valet, but waiting for anything. You got all these people. They got a greeter. They got a Walmart greeter. You're walking up to the front door dressed in his little I think all cute the deluxe. Outfit. I think all the deluxe have yeah. that. You know, hey, how's it going? Nice to see you again. Uh, welcome back. Hope you had a good... I mean, just, you could be waiting for... Um, Gee, what else did we wait for out in front? Well, I'll get to some oh. of that later. All right. But anyways, very top-notch service. Uh, it's just unbelievable service. Uh, I found their concierge area to be very knowledgeable, very helpful, uh, and more than one way. We'll get into that later as the trip goes on. So anyways, um, so we get back to the MGM the first day after some much-needed rest in the middle of the day. Uh, the wife, of course, knowing that my back is... You know, in very bad shape, and wanting to make sure that I survived the trip, uh, was good about shopping. <laughs> meaning, time. meaning, she didn't take forever, or what? No, no, no. Meaning that uh, to keep me off the rides that would kill me, like oh. the rock and roller coaster and uh, uh, Tower of Terror, things like that. She was willing to shop all day and go on the easy rides and stuff. Wait a second. So, so you didn't get to go on rock and roller coaster? Uh, I did not go on rock and roller coaster the first day. Neither did I go on the uh, Tower of Terror the first day. Uh, so, uh, so at what point did your back start seizing up then? Well, I, you know, if you have a little patience, okay. we can go through the days here. So, anyways, I think we said we went to... Uh, well, actually, you know, we might have gone on the great movie ride in the morning, but regardless, our dinner plans were for the sci-fi dine-in pretty much got in right away. The thing I had forgot to do, because originally only three of us were going, and then the middle kid finally pulled her head out of her ass and says, yeah, I want to go too. You forgot to change so your dining reservation? I forgot to change my dining. Uh-huh. So every time we showed up somewhere, it was for three, but that was no problem. Now, the sci-fi dining had something I either had not noticed before or was new. You know, in the, in the front, they had all the cars, and then the picnic tables in the back by the little, you know, a drive-in stand that you can't go into where you'd normally go in to buy your food, right? Yep. Well, about the middle row, they had what looked like a car in the front and the back, but it was a long table in between that sat, sat six facing each other rather than six looking at each other's head, you know, back of their heads. Mm-hmm. And they had asked me, "Are you, you know, they had these little picture cards is, yeah. uh, and said, would you be willing to take this type of table? Uh, oh, yeah, sure, no problem. And it ended up being much better because if you've eaten at the Sci-Fi Dine-In, and you know how much food they give you, and you get these little tiny tabletops in those cars, there's not enough room to put the food and the drinks and all that. So it actually worked out much better. The only thing you had to do is crane your neck to the side to watch the, you know, the, the flick. The loop, but, okay. But So that worked out really good. The food was very good. And, you know, I've got my passporter here also. You know, funny that I have that here. But what I wanted to do, because I, I talk so much about liking this um, thing, but what 
I think could be misconstrued a lot in this is some of their reviews. Though their 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 reviews are usually pretty good. Of course, everybody's taste different, you know, and palates are different. But I have found that I don't necessarily agree with a lot of their reviews on the food because we had eaten last time at Captain Jack's in downtown Disney. I think the only Disney operated food location in downtown Disney that's been there, shoot, almost. 35 years, and I think it's been there almost the whole time that uh, Lake Buena Vista's existed. But regardless of that, I, I, you know, I think it's fair to give a comparison to what they rate, since I've talked so much about this book. Um, Sci-Fi Dining, they they give it, you know, they have three reviews. They've got the reader's ratings, which is a six. Dave's rating, which is a 7, and Jennifer's rating, which is a 7. I would say all three of us probably would have given it an 8s and 9s. The food was good. I had the ribs. They were outstanding. Um, they <laughs> Funny thing, they, they soaked, this is, sounds odd, they soaked the ribs in Coca-Cola heard this. before they're cooked. Yeah. And it soft, softens the bone, uh, which... You know, yeah. it says a lot for <laughs> about what it does to your teeth when you drink it. <laughs> it drinks your bone, you know, the whole bit. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, and of course, we're on the dining plan, so yep. you know, they just give you a crap load of food, anyways. So we had shade, and you know, if you get the right, the right waiter, or waitress, they can, they know how to work the dining yeah, plan. Well, you, you know, you, desserts are here, but you, know, I can give you the shake for dessert instead. So you know, of course, we. We had cookies and cream shakes for dessert, which were, you know, I thought to die for. Uh, my wife had some kind of pasta, uh, pasta and shrimp salad, I think, which she said was outstanding. So who knows? She might have given it a nine. I mean, she she talked about that meal uh, all day. So, anyways, that was the meal at Disney MGM the first day. We stuck it out basically till closing, doing a fair amount of shopping and all that. Um, so that was day one. Day one, okay. you know, fairly. So what time did you hit the bed? Go to bed early? I don't no. Or did you feel... Park closed at 8.30 or 9, and, you know, we went back. I don't think there was any extra magic hours that night. You know, I found that some of the extra magic hours that I researched and stuff were not exactly like that when we got there, but that's all right. For the most part, they were, but anyway, so that, that was day one. Okay. Um... And so, no... Earl, I think, by this point, has... Uh, Earl from Traps and Vacation is... Uh, voicemailed me or emailed me, I don't remember which, uh, text message, and I had said that we were going to meet Lou on the 30th, and we'd try to hook up then, so uh, that's that's what we did. It's hard, you know, you have family vacation, you got people trying to get together and mix in, it, it's, it can be kind of... Um, Difficult. Yeah, that's a good word. So the next day we moved on to it's, it's a Magic Kingdom day. There were no special dining in the Magic Kingdom that we planned to do. Um, so, again, well, the what was your table service <laughs> plan for that day? None, no, no table service. Oh, because you're banking him for hoop to do or something? Yeah. Okay. So we went in again uh, for um, split up. The kids went their way. In fact, I think we actually arrived at the park before they did. I had this was my first oops. Now. Because my back was killing me. My, now, the, the old lady, she's one that's, you know, she took medical stuff when she went to RDA school. So she's all into, you know, 
I don't want to say medicine, but, you know, how your body reacts and how one thing affects another. And, you know, your your back and your spine kind of affects everything. Mm-hmm. And this was my first heat cup of the day. We we went out. We thought, let's try something different. We're going to take that little uh, boat that goes, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and don't laugh. That wasn't the problem. I get out there and I've got my camera and I've got this brand new video camera that I plan on getting as much video as possible go to turn it on as we're sitting at the dock and it's giving me an error which I have no idea what the error is so I thought okay I'll pop the tape out put the tape back in it won't it won't accept the tape it won't close up I'm like, I, I mean at this point I'm, I'm a bit miffed <laughs> so we walk all the way back to the room and I left it in the room ended up I looked up the air because I took my manuals with me just in case and it was a humidity problem Said that the really? Head, uh, yeah. Hmm. So I left. left and it and in you're the telling room. me it's not humid there, and yet the camera thinks it's humid. You know what's funny about it? Is this was <laughs> okay. the, the weather in this trip was, I thought, fantastic, okay. especially compared to last year's heat. Well, how about if I ask yeah. Lou that question? You go ahead. I, I think okay. you'll find uh, Lou probably in agreement. Sure, I'm sure Earl will tell you the weather was fantastic. Okay, but you know, but then Earl lives in the weather, yeah, yeah. so you know, because uh, you know little tangent here is that when I hooked up with Jeff a couple days ago, he was telling me that he had talked to Lou and Lou was telling him the weather was crap. Well, let's get us the change in the weather and all, you know, when we got there, remember, I was tracking the weather before we went and the, the humidity and the temperature was not unlike the weather and the humidity has been here. Now, we got back here today. What a beautiful day. I mean, the temperatures in the hot. high 70s. It was hot today. Uh, was it? Yeah. Not in my area, was it? I was in Anaheim uh, today. It was hot. Oh, good for you. We're thinking about going to Disneyland tomorrow. So, did you go to, to Disneyland today? No, okay. uh, we we're blacked out tomorrow. Oh, uh, bummer for and you today. Guys. Bummer uh, for you guys. But uh, we were there Thursday, and we were there. I was there last night, till this morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not even going to ask. Uh, well, I'll, you know, that could be a separate show, yeah. I suppose. Oh, here's here's something I skipped over. You know, I get there the first day, and remember we talked about I wanted to convert my tickets into an annual pass. Right? Yeah. So, but this is the concierge service you're going to you're oh, going to no, tell no, us no, about. No, no, oh, okay. no, 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 no. This is front desk, and I got a trainee. She's been there three or four days, getting ready to be turned off on her own, and the guy's standing behind her helping her out. She was she was fine. She did she did really well. So I asked about the ticket thing. Oh, you know, best thing to do is see guest relations at the first park you go to. Okay, that makes sense. First park we go to is MGM. Go to guest relations. I'm like the second person in line. Uh, kind of a different setup. I'm used to City Hall where, you you know, you have kind of a counter in front of you. But um, not very helpful. Mm, didn't have a clue, pretty much. Asked a few people. Nobody really had a clue at the MGM what to do. So I was a bit disappointed by that. Uh, I figured, well, Magic Kingdom, creme de la creme, right? They should be the concierge yeah. of choice. Yeah, yeah. So I kept that in the back of my mind. Oh, excuse me. By the way, see, MG, I'm going to think they, they're changing their little ticket thing as you go into the park. Two of them, let me think which two. Yes, MGM and the Magic Kingdom now have a single finger scanner versus the two, the two finger, finger scanner. Yeah. Well, they're which supposed to. Much better? What? Was it much better? Oh, yeah. Worked, worked fine. It, well, except for the dumbasses that can't 
stick one finger in right. But, I mean, it's, it's right on the top. It's almost like doing a thumbprint, except that, you know, it's your forefinger. Just got to lay it on top for a few. I mean, I'm, I, this old lady was in front. I forget which park it was. So I'm like, go. Go. I mean, she stood there waiting. She she actually waited till some cast member stood in front of her little area to go in to... Tell her to put her finger on the thing? Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. And then, you know, the green light. I'm like, go. I'm behind her. Go. I'm like, you dumb old broad. It was pissing me off. <laughs> some people are so stupid. All right. Wait, anyway. So, wait. Okay, so, you, yeah. the camera was complaining about the humidity, so you walked all the way back to the resort? Okay. So, well, no, no, no. You gotta, I'm... At this point, we're just at the dock waiting to get on. Oh, okay. So, so you're still at oh. Grand Floridian. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, now back on, <laughs> back on track. Go up to the room. The kids are like, "What the hell are you doing?" Because you know we were getting going a little before them. Told them, and uh, so we went back to the boat. And I hadn't really paid attention to the route the boats were taking. Well, this boat, once we got back there, so now I'm down to just my digital camera. So I'm carrying both of them with me, and I had uh, to make. I, I had a big thing about trying to keep as light as possible this trip because my back was hurting. Last time I carried my uh, back, my camera backpack that had every lens I own in it, flash equipment, all kinds of stuff. You know, my I complained by the end of that trip, my back was killing me. My wife's like, "You gotta lighten the load." So I bought this um, what they call a uh, a shotgun case that you can hang on your case or your, your your belt or you can wear it over your shoulder. Okay. But it would not fit my digital camera with the um, big lens. No, not with the big lens because I went. I'll tell you, I bought a new lens for it, but I, it would not fit with my battery grip on it, which holds two of the big digital batteries instead of one. Uh, it gives you a vertical button and extra controls. So, and I really like it the way it fits in my larger hands to grip the camera. But anyway, so I, I left that behind, and so I could slide this in the little case. And in the case, I had room to put my MP3 recorder and my. Uh, Extra batteries, all that crap. That I, you know, I insist on carrying with me everywhere I go. So I'm down to just that. We get in the boat, and it heads off for Polynesian. Now, this isn't a boat that's like zipping over the top of the water, but it's moving. So we get down to the Polynesian, then you know, load unload, then back to Magic Kingdom. So first lesson learned: always take the monorail to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> but you. to go back to the Grand Floridian, take the boat. Take the boat because it's the first stop, and all the you know the DFs waiting for the monorail okay. um, could get a much quicker route. And therefore, if you're at the Polynesian, take the boat to the Magic Kingdom and the monorail home. Well, you know uh, that's it's a, 50 because the monorail's gonna make, <laughs> make two stops, and the boat's gonna make uh, two stops. Okay, right. That's that's a 50-50. You're correct. So, <clears throat> anyways, in the Magic Kingdom, the kids actually end up making it in there about the same time we do. The time we go through all these. Hassles riding the boat. So, ticket, you weren't there for rope drop then? Uh, No, we were not there for rope drop. We were a few days later there pretty early, but we'll get into that uh, in a few minutes. Because, see, you know, right about now, I could say, you know, with my two, two and a half year old kids, I've made rope drop for Magic Kingdom. You have or have not? I had. I I did. Well, you know, one thing about two little squirts like that, (laughs) you pick them up, you throw some clothes on them, throw them in their stroller, and you go. Older kids at. (laughs) Okay, so now it's easy. Well, four people have to shower. Do you shower your two-year-old every time no, we you get up in the morning? Before, no, we before, no. Right, exactly. <laughs> so. Um, so now, of course, Main Street cannot be traversed without shopping. Uh, you know, we've got the old lady with me. So we're 
but we're spend, spending money right away as soon as we get in the in the door. But your back is happy, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, not really. I mean, it's 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 already started to ache a little bit, and it's it's you know okay. I'm not going to write anything, you know, bumpy at all until I get a chance to write Everest. You know. But anyways, we stopped at the. Um, God, I'm losing it. The Roy statue, which I had not seen before, because the last trip after I found out about it, the when we were in the Magic Kingdom, the the flagpole had been taken down, and they were they had a big huge stage set up there. They were re- recording some kind of uh, TV show or something. Okay. And the previous time I was there, I didn't know it was there, and I don't know why I didn't get up into the town square and see it, but anyways, I didn't. So he took some pictures of that, and then right into the Emporium, and the you know the the shopping frenzy started. So, anyways, by the time we get into Adventureland, and I'm going, I might have to re-rate Adventureland based on the rating I just gave it on my, you know, that other yeah. DPN show, ImaginaryMyWay.com, that one we don't talk about, because it's anymore. now part no, of the DPN Not anymore, story, yeah. Uh-huh. So we don't have to promote it, that show there. Yep. And um, they did some really nice work. You know, they had all that kind of like lava rock um benches and all that worked in and now they've got this kind of like wood pieces of you know maybe the shipwreck from the Swiss Family Treehouse worked into it and I had to ask Earl to give me some guidance on when that stuff was done but anyways I'm thinking wow I'm maybe I'd have to reevaluate and then I got down to the Aladdin area and I'm like no no don't have to do that that's that's like an absurd bastardization of the area but uh, so we had to get down the pirates and the um, the facade you know I've always liked the facade of pirates it's very cool and they've They've got this new kind of ratty pirate flag hanging out there. It says Pirates of the Caribbean, la, 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 la. But they took the, the talking peg leg, you know, tattoo bird. He's down. Uh, he's down. It's such a drag. Cause I, I dig done that bird. Well, he's kind of like the... He's the, the barker. Car- the carnival barker, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's the barker. But anyways, you know, the first part when you walk into Pirates, they've got this big... Um, I don't know. It's it's more of an atrium. It's the covered porte-cochet, if you will, before you actually get into the building. Okay. Uh, you know where the turnstiles are, mm-hmm. and they're playing music from the movie Pirates of the Caribbean, which is kind of you know it's different than what we get at Disneyland because it's you don't get that. You you, you you're standing outside in the, in the bridge area, and you finally get inside. And you, you hear Pirates of the Caribbean, the ride. Music, not yep. Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this was the first time we've been in it in 20 years that the left queue was open when we walked in. So we went down it, and the left queue is far less exciting than the right queue. Um, <laughs> Hence why it's not open all the time. <laughs> I guess so, but it was funny. We, a few days later with Earl, we went in there, and it, again it was open, and he's made a comment says, wow, it's usually when there's only one queue open, it's the right queue, not the left and it's true, every time we've went in and there's only one been open, it was that side. But I, I digress, that's for later. And we rode the Pirate's Light, saw all the new changes. Um, it still doesn't make it much better than it already wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'm sure I'll probably cover this later on my show, but I'll talk about it again here. Anyways, I just don't get it. I mean, they had all this time in this rehab, and... Uh, they didn't fix anything, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, they, it's like writing... I don't know. You know... Uh, the, Davy Jones is very early on. It's you, you, know, you leave the, the load area, you go around the corner, 
and there he is. You, you've got the curtain scene. Looks good, and it's in a in kind of a nice cave area. But then you transition into the the first scene, one of the only scenes before the um, the, the fight with the ship. That's somewhat like Disneyland's. It's where the you know the pirate is. The skeletons are laying on the beach, and, and one's stuck the, to the wall. Yeah. But it's like watching a black and white movie. There's no color to it. It's poorly lit. Um, you know, in ours, you know, it's there's color. There's yeah, there's white. blue, there's red, there's green. And, yeah, yeah, and these pirates are like in black and white. It's like the silent movie of pirates. You know, it's just it's just not done very well. And then, you know, you you see the the ghost ship that the one pirate or the skeleton is. You know, driving, the lightning's flashing, you're like, yeah, whoopee. Then you kind of curve around, and right at this point, you used to have the talking skull before you went down the yeah. hill. Yeah. Gone. No longer. Really, he's uh, telling you to keep uh, keep your hands and arm, keep keep your ready hands. Ab- okay, anyway, go on. I mean, he served a par- purpose yeah, as kind well, of like a warning that... Yeah, he also told you dead men don't do... Yeah, don't, tell him, tell him, And now you find out dead men do, so... Um, maybe that's the reason it was taken out. So, you know, down the hill into the big scene uh, with the pirate ship and Barbosa. Again, Barbosa looks good. Again, it seemed underlit. This time it almost seemed like a faded movie that needed to be restored. You know, the, again, the color, the lighting was not that good. And I heard someone comment, well, actually it was Earl. I think that he, he told me when... Uh, he and Jeff had written it that he thought Jeff Jeff had mentioned he thought the lighting was much better. I'm like, oh my god, if it was better, what what was it like? I mean, it was it literally was like watching a movie prior to it being remastered. You know, very faded picture. I'm trying to think a movie that was even that you might have seen in a re-release of DVD where they they worked on the color. Cleaned and it up. Well, Star Wars, right? Yeah, maybe. Hey, by the way, digress. There's a new, yet another new version of the, the original three Star Wars coming out in DVD September 12th. That's the actually original theatrical prior to the 20th anniversary cleanup. A special whatever. edition. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's okay. Okay, so it's just rather than releasing the special, well, they already released. Le- the special they already released the special editions on. Okay, so now it's the actual originals with the extra. Yeah, supposedly, huh? Oh, okay, okay. For th- all right, so for back the, to Disney. For the true Star Wars fan, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, back to Disney. <clears throat> so, again, <coughs> the Jack figure, you know, right after the uh, well the dunking scene. Yeah. It, actually, I think ours moves more and better. I, I don't know why yeah, Earl... He's I'll let Earl talk about this because Earl gave me his opinion, and I don't want to misword it. All but right. Earl, Earl had some interesting thoughts, and maybe he's already talked about them on his, uh, in the week I've been off the DPN and stuff, but... Uh, um, did, did, did Earl record audio when he was hanging out with you? Earl always had his... In fact, I asked him if those were his mics in his ears, and he said yes. yes. Uh, the interesting thing was I never saw where the cables went and where he kept his MP3 player. Uh, mine's always hanging around my neck. I know Paul puts his on his arm. I tried the arm strap once. I just didn't like Jeff that. Jeff leaves his in a pocket. Runs Jeff wires down his shirt or something? Yeah. And leaves yeah, thing I think pocket. that's I think that's what Earl does. I just have mine hanging there. I don't give a crap if people see it. But you have all this extra cable to swoop up. Well, here's the funny part though. I had it on, and there here's another faux pas that uh, I'll get to a little later on. But I, I had it hanging over my neck. I had the ear ones in. I got hit by one of those air cannons, 
in the uh, pir- the, the fighting scene. Yeah, blew the hit me hit, hit me directly in the left ear. The one in the right ear popped out. <laughs> what does that tell you? There's nothing in between there, or what? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's almost embarrassing to admit that, but it was the weirdest thing, and it's like. And I'm like, wow, how'd that fall out? I'm like, wait, I just got hit in the left, and it came out. It was just the weirdest thing. That's funny. But, um, <laughs> you know, the rest of the pirates, again, not much different than our pirates. All right. Well, come on, let's not spend time on pirates. We've bitched No, no, no. Pirates. But as I say, at the, end, the Jack at the end, they, they took out the whole end treasure scene, replaced it with just Jack in this room that you got to wait till you get around the corner to even see him. And you're backed up waiting to, because the offload area. Because the offload's right is, there, yeah. Is, yeah, which is really retarded. But anyways, so we did that. Um, you know, we ended up cutting out of the Magic Kingdom for all. We ate at Harbor House, which, you know, counter service, as far as counter service goes, uh, not that bad. I had fish and chips, uh, sat upstairs, looked out the window, watched people. At this time, we haven't had any rain yet. Uh, we did find, you know, about every day in the afternoon, we'd get a little bit of rain. The It wasn't too hot. You weren't dripping with sweat and humidity. Uh, so by day two, we were still doing pretty well. And, God, I can't think. The kids wrote a whole bunch of different things. We shopped a lot. We did take a, a midday break. The kids wanted to go back to the room. The kids were, like, you know, really into the, the whole resort thing this time. Sure, because it's a fancy place. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, not the concrete bunker. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't mind Pop Century, but this was much... Oh, much well, let's put it this way. Karen says next time she goes, she wants to stay there again. Oh. And I kept saying, well, why don't we stay at the... Um, beach. The, the beach and yacht club, yeah. The beach and yacht club. She goes, well, which one's that? I said, don't you remember the one we got off the boat and their pool had the sunken parachute? She goes, oh, I thought that's the one we we stayed in. I said, no, 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 no. That's that's the one I thought you said you wanted to stay in, but then when you saw the pictures, you said you wanted to stay in the, the Grand Floridian. She goes, no, I... I Yes, I, I did, and I didn't. So she was kind of confused. She loves the architecture of the Grand Floridian and all that. So I might have her talked into the Yacht and Beach Club next time except instead of the Grand Floridian, but we'll see. Um, but she does, isn't in a rush to go back to the Pop Century, though she told Brad and his wife that she thought the Pop Century was good enough and very nice and yada, yada, yada. But now I think she's had the taste of the other side. Yeah, sure. And, you know, uh, so, you know, pretty much a Magic Kingdom day. We did... I forgot why we took the break. You know, I don't even remember all the... I can't... I... I see, was I on... No, I didn't take any drugs while I... Well, yes, I did. Well, anyways. I, you know, I was in... Uh, you know, the pain was going and coming and going. It, so, anyways, it, it really had me out of sorts. And what... It, see, well, I'll get to... By the... By the fourth day, I'll tell you what big faux pas happened. It's really... Peeved me, uh, peeved me off. I had some really ups and downs in this trip. It, I had fun, don't get me wrong, but I had s- some major issues that really caused for some bad things to happen on this trip. So I can't remember. We left the park. The kids wanted to come. Why the hell did this happen? See, this is what I'm telling you. It's, it was so bad that I don't even remember some of the finer details of All right, the little but, things. But you, but you spent the whole day in Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we did spend you, the whole. You ate lunch and dinner at the Magic Kingdom. Or did you eat dinner at the resort? No, we only ate at the resort a couple times for, you know, a snack for breakfast or... Okay. God, you know, this is killing me. I'm can't, trying to remember what well, we did for... Okay, you can always come back to it because, you know, we're like that. 
Yeah, it'll probably something will probably spark um, in my mind because Earl had asked me if I stuck to the plan. It almost makes me think. Oh no, you know what? We we did. We went to. Um, I think after we stopped at the hotel, we went to Epcot for the afternoon and night that day instead. That's right, we did. And where did we eat? Let me think. Oh, yeah, because this came up later when I thought the uh, dining package had something wrong and I'd been ripped off for counter services. Because uh-huh. we, we, that, that was a day. Yeah, so we went to Epcot in the afternoon. Of course, the kids and I, you know, we all split up. Um, we, late, we met up for dinner at the Liberty Inn. Well, when we asked the concierge the next day to kind of check on everything, he says, well, you ate at the Liberty Inn. I said, where's that? He says, it's like right at the entrance of um, Liberty Square. So I, you know, I couldn't Wait, no, Liberty, put it all... Liberty Inn's in Epcot. Yes, it is. And he had that mixed up. And uh, and I had it mixed up. So, anyways... Liberty Inn's the straight. hot dog and hamburger place at the American yeah, Adventure, you, right? Yeah. yeah, you know, i got to say, pretty, some pretty damn juicy hot dogs, too. <laughs> I was... Those were... Pretty good weenies, I tell you. They were okay. they were good. They were good size. They were. Um, <laughs> okay, none, none of your navy sophomore bullcrap here. They they were good. The fries, you know, they were average, but <laughs> the hot dogs were all American big plump things. I tell you, I'm such a jerk sometimes. You know that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Get a hold of yourself I'm, here. You know? No, I'm not touching anything. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Okay. So you got a liberty in. <laughs> Think of your grandmother in shorts or something. I mean, get your mind on something else. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so you <laughs> okay, but anyway, in in Jenny's, Dave's, and the reader's ratings, in the uh, uh, what is this thing? the, the passport? They give it a four, four and a five. Really, you know, American That's it? Yeah. medium noise, short wait. Okay, yeah, yes, it was a short wait. wasn't noisy. We ate outside because the weather was freaking awesome. <laughs> um, I think we had we got a little sprinkle on. What I ended up doing was carrying um, an extra you know bag from shopping. I. Most of my pants were like, um, well, I wore shorts that had like the what do you call it? Almost the little zip-on extensions? No. No, 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 no. I had the big pockets, sort of like cargo you know, pockets. So, yeah, cargo pockets. So I had plenty of places for stuff. I keep a uh, bag in there so I could wrap the digital camera in. And the the other camera had a water-resistant nylon, you know, shotgun little or shotgun thing. So, anyways, um. Yeah, so I, I disagree because I believe their weenies were pretty plump and juicy. Okay. So. <laughs> All right, so you, <laughs> so you went to Epcot Sunday evening, your second night there. Yes, and I said, you know, American Adventure, love that show. Oh, and by the way, I think it's, isn't it the um, the woman from England who's been asking about the Liberty Voices? Yeah, the Liberty Singers, whatever they're called. Yeah, and where she could get a CD. Yeah, right there. Ep- <laughs> Disney World sells them, so all I can suggest to her is to, to write... Go to their website, go to Disney.com or something, and see if she can order them somehow through them because they do sell them. Um, and they were good. They actually, let's see, were they singing that night? No, I think we walked in and managed to catch a show. And of course, no videotaping or photographing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, I've got the little flip out screen, so I just kept that closed. 
look through the eyepiece and manage to do you the take whole pictures? thing. Or videotape? I, no, no, I videotaped the whole thing. <gasps> okay. Yep. yep. And uh, man, that's a long show to handhold a video camera. That's all I can say. But I haven't looked at it yet. Now I got a pet peeve for videotaping at Walt Disney World that I'll I'll get to by the maybe the end of the show. I hope so. Uh, but anyway, so I videotaped that. We saw maybe half of the pavilions. I was going to do, you know, I mentioned my wine tour around the world. I managed to have a margarita in Mexico, and that was it, because my back was already my second day in a lot of pain. Okay, now, was it the bed? Was it, was no, it the no, bed? No, no, just remember, you? I've been going to the chiropractor, and I've been having all kinds of pain issues. But you, so you got off the airplane feeling fine. Pretty good, but once so, I started to walk around, so walking around is what started making it go downhill. Getting okay. on and off, you know, buses and seats, and I've been having a problem getting up from a seating position. I can sit and feel pretty well, then I'm standing up and I'm in pain. Okay. So, again, I'm avoiding uh, both test, the wussy version track. and non wussy version of uh, Mission Space test track, anything like that. Um, did did. Did you notice that either version had a longer line than the other? Well, we'll get to that later. Okay. I did get back. Okay. So, you know, we, the wife and I started to walk around the World Showcase and uh, got the margarita. She goes, hey, why don't you get a margarita? You like margaritas? I'm like, very astute person. So stood in line. The three people in front, two, two parties in front of us were like three kids just yakking it up with the, the kid from Mexico. Taking forever. I'm like, hey, just sell him the shit and move on because I'm thirsty here, you know? And so finally we get up there. He's a very nice kid, not from the United States, spoke English pretty good, but was very friendly. Uh, you know, when, when here you get a margarita, at least in Southern California and Nevada, they ask if you want what on the rim of your margarita? Salt. Yes, he asked if we wanted sugar. Now, maybe that was his poor English, but I'm like, nah, I'll take it without. So, got a. Got a margarita, but time I got to Norway, you know, which is just the next one, one country away, <laughs> I had a brain freeze that would not stop because I was sucking this margarita down like it was water because oh I was in pain. I figured alcohol would do me some good. Yeah, yeah, relax, yeah. And for the first time, I went into the Stave Church. You know, I've seen it there. The doors are always closed. I thought it was just a building to be seen, not to go in and I had heard the guys in WDW Today talk about going in so we yanked on the door and what do you know it opens up and we went in and there's some little displays about Vikings and Norsemans and all that and you know it's, it was kind of interesting so you know again more shopping we thought we'd buy postcards from around the world and instead of sending people you know Disney World postcards we'd send them postcards you know we're you know Norway today having fun you know get to the next world and get one at you know, the next country, yet we did not find that every country sold. Postcards? Yeah, we, we skipped Mexico. We didn't even go in Mexico. We went on, and we bought a postcard of this this really cool stave church, which it cost me a whole buck for. it. still got the little thing on it. But it's an actual Norwegian postcard. And, you know, everything's in Norse or whatever they call the freaking language. Um, so we thought we'd be really cute and send some of these out. Well, we get to China. They, well, we actually kind of skipped by China. But not every country. We got to Italy, and they didn't have them. So that, that idea kind of went out the window. But we rode the um, whatever the... Maelstrom? You know, the, yeah, we rode Maelstrom. <sighs> Videotaped the whole thing, of course. 
wasn't good for the back. You know, it's not a real rough ride. But you no, but there's a hill, yeah. There's a hill, there's a backwards hill. It's not, they're not huge, but any tiny little thing like this was kind of roughing me up. I managed to get through Pirates, you know, the one hill, not too bad. Um, so anyways, we, we did Epcot for the evening. <coughs> Excuse me. Pretty much closed it down as we were walking around the, um, you know, towards Morocco in that area. The lights were going down for illuminations and all that bull crap and uh, finished that out. So, yeah, so there's where we veered off because it was, second day was supposed to be Magic Kingdom only we went to Epcot. All right. Because so I recognized the thought, I recognized after you pointed out because I hadn't really thought about that, I didn't have much Epcot time. I had one day of Epcot on my list, so we... Um, now, did you we take monorail to Epcot via TTC, or did you just bus straight to the resort? No, we we took the um, we took the monorail. Let's see, wait, uh, let me think. Yes, we did because I believe what this has never happened to me when I, I've switched the monorail before. But when we got off, they said if you're going to Epcot, make a left. As and it's raining at this time, you know, an afternoon rain shower, no big deal. We stayed undercover. The whole time, never had to go out to where you know the public is coming in for the first chance. And they had this like roundabout way to go around to the Epcot monorail without ever going into the element. It was it was hmm. kind of a nice little path around. I haven't had that happen before, so that maybe you know it's probably a regular for people who go there all the time. But I I had switched monorails before, and never gone this particular route, so that worked out. You know, at any time I can ride the monorail, I'm digging it. So. Sure, sure. Um. And now going back, we took. Let's see, did we take the monorail? Yeah, we took the monorail back. Uh, so, yep, all all monorail all day that day. Okay, so day three. I know this is the Monday. Monday, yes, August twenty eighth. We said we'd be at Animal Kingdom, and oh yes, I'm very excited because I've saved myself. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your mind is in the gutter today. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been okay, saving up it's full, for... It's full on the residue of the of the crowd I spent yesterday evening with. <laughs> yeah, the nice uh, DPN crowd, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That family family let, entertainment let, crowd. Let That's me, what they do. Let me run to, you down the list of suspects. It was Jeff, you know, Mannering Master. Um, Greg, Musketeer Greg from Window to the Magic. Um, uh, uh, Jeff's buddy, his name is Burnt Toast on the forums. Cast part-time cast member, um, Coconut Wireless from the forums is from Hawaii. Um, he ha- he happened to be in town. Yeah, he he was in town when he was in Florida with you when he came here. He did all six U.S. parks in one day. Very interesting. Um, wait, wait, wait. He did what? All six U.S. parks in one day. He was in Florida when I was there. Yeah, he, did I all four. Got on an airplane, came here. He had been in came. Florida for ten days. He was yeah. in Florida for ten days. His last day in Florida, did all four parks, hopped in an airplane, got to Disneyland, <laughs> zipped into DCA 15 minutes before it closed, <laughs> and then okay. went to Disneyland. Okay, so he, he stepped in every park, but didn't really do uh, Well, I, I didn't get details from him. Jeff, I was getting this from Jeff. But anyway. Okay. Uh, that's still that's still quite, don't, I mean, yeah. I'm not downgrading I don't have, that. I don't, have, I don't have details. Maybe uh, we can get him to post his actual Yeah, that, that would be, that'd be uh, interesting. Tony from Above the Firehouse. Um. Who looks like a bouncer? I mean, he's uh, a big dude. Well, Capable. if you know his background, it's probably not too far off. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, we do know his background. Mm-hmm. We all thought that was hilarious. Um, who am I missing? And then Paul's cr- oh, um, Paul's crew showed up eventually, which was Paul, Terry, his son Calvin, 
um, there was 11 of us at one point, and you know, the, some of it more for this show than their own. <laughs> yeah, sounds sounds like a love fest. So, no, it was actually pretty cool, you know, kind of talking to different people at different times, so. But yeah, there is there is some definite adult humor that's kind of worked its way into today. Oh, I, I don't doubt it. Alright, so day three, you're going to Animal Kingdom. Extra Magic at, Hour? Uh, rope drop, see, any of that business? It was an Extra Magic Hour morning, and no, we did not make it. Um... I forgot what the latest, but, you know, well, when you have a 14-year-old daughter, you'll know why sometimes you get delayed in the morning because yeah. they... Yeah, okay. Primping and all that bull crap. So, the plan, here was the plan for the day. We were supposed to go to Animal Kingdom in the morning. I had the Flame Tree Barbecue counter down as my counter. Um, you know, I even put down the ice cream kiosk, all that bull crap <laughs> for the snacks, which we never stuck to that. Uh, let's see... Mama Rose's was our night at the. Um, That's at MGM for Fantasmic. MGM. Was that Fantasmic well, no, the, dinner? The, the Fantasmic dinner was sold out, so we just had the regular dinner scheduled. Okay. <clears throat> so, again, we didn't get there early enough where I thought we should head right over to the safari. So we headed straight over to the Everest. So this is the first time all four of us probably headed out together, had the same thing on our mind. Everest by this time was, uh, I don't know, 30-minute wait. Oh, that's not too bad. No, no. And then the, the crowds were fairly light in for, general. For a brand-new major e-ticket, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I, I It took a little longer than that. The queue has plenty to look at. I snapped the gazillion pictures. Um, I think the record for any one particular day of photographs was, for me, that's not counting my kids and wife taking their own pictures, I think I took 500 pictures in one day. That wow. might have been my record. Wow. Uh, now, granted, you know, sometimes I'm either bracketing or things are moving, so I'm taking a few action shots, sure. whatever it is. But, you but know. something you wouldn't do with film. <laughs> uh, no. I mean, well, that's 20, in high school, that's twenty in, rolls in, of film in a day. Holy yeah. cow! In high school, shooting football, and I rolled my own film at the time. I had my own film loader. You know, most of the time you'd have what a roll of thirty-six. We could roll uh, easily fifty or sixty shots in a thirty-five canister without uh, putting the film in there too tight. I would shoot two or three hundred photos at a single game, no problem. Sometimes more, um, but you know. Again, I wasn't paying for the film. Correct. Or the processing cost. I mean, we processed it all ourselves, but I didn't have to supply any of that. It was all paid for through the school. But you're right. Um, I wouldn't do that with film. I'd be a little more selective. All right. So you go to Everest. You're standing in line. So, you know, Everest, the line's cool. All kinds of stuff about the freaking Yeti. Yeti this, Yeti that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get into a little Yeti museum. Again, that's kind of cool. It's done very well. The queue is uh, first class. I mean, it's, it's very nice. And we never stood in the fast pass queue because I understand it's a whole different experience. Never saw that. And then there's a single rider line also. So finally get up there, and I'm, I'm pretty darn excited. I'm sitting with my kid, uh, the youngest, and I'm sitting on the left side. I decide, what the hell? Might as well videotape this, right? 
So I've got my camera, you know, the digital camera in its holster case. I keep saying shotgun, it's a holster case around my shoulder, so it's securely in there. Uh, got the lap bar down. They got these little rubber kind of handles to pull on to check them versus no handle, you know, for the cast members to kind of <coughs> jiggle them and all that. Get the video camera out, turned on, and away we go. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm, I'm practicing all those, you know, stomach tightening, back muscle tightening yeah, yeah. exercises I learned. And I was surprised at the, you know, the, the place where you go and the track ends very early on in the ride, almost immediately. You know, you go up the hill, you do some things. And I was, I was really shocked at this. I expected that to be further along in the, the attraction. So I'm doing pretty good. Then we start going backwards, and we took a turn, and I went. That was it. Oh! Even my kid's like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, shut up. I'm videotaping, you know? <laughs> I didn't say that, but I looked at him like, like, you know, the video camera, it's record. You know, it's one of those looks like, you know, he... Yeah, but, they, you, I, you, but you already violated the, the sanctity of, of the of the audio track well, by, I don't, I don't, by screaming out loud enough for him to yeah. hear you. I don't <laughs> mind the ambient noises of people screaming, laughing, all that, but the one, like, are you videotaping? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just holding this up to my eye for no freaking reason at all. Okay, you know? so anyway, you know, it's one of those dumbass questions. Like, you know, <laughs> here's your sign. Yeah. Uh, so, so you, so you screamed out loud, and he's. Oh, so, no, I didn't scream. I grunted, you know, quite uh, okay. like that. So then you get up to the point where you see the, the Yeti, in shadow, you know, tearing up the track. And that's kind of cool. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, in pain at this point, but I'm trying to hold it together videotaping. He's in the middle of my screen, so I'm feeling pretty good that at least I'm getting some good visuals. I may be in super-duper pain at this point, but I'm getting the picture, you know? Podcast first, because I'm going to use this on my website, right? Okay. I'm going to do something with this. Then we start going through other things, and there's a big hill that you go, well, not a huge hill, but a good enough size hill that you go down and you sweep back up. This, this thing that, this hill I saw when it was being built, which I thought was going to be what you're coming down, you actually go up. A big sweeping uh, like helix, uh, and at this point I'm just in super duper pain. Are you still going backwards get, at this point? No, no. At this point we're going forward. Okay. And I'm in excruciating pain. Going. I hope I. I'm thinking to myself. I hope I can get off this ride because this will be pretty bad. And later my wife tells me that I said I was said I was kind of disappointed. There was only one Yeti. She goes, and it was just in shadow. She goes, you didn't see the big one at the end? <laughs> I'm like, what big one? I, saw, I said, all I saw was black <laughs> towards the end of the ride. And when I got off the ride, I was feeling a little lightheaded. I, I, was, I was probably close to passing out, and not from the, the ride itself, back but pain, from but, the, yeah. the back pain I was in. So I managed to get over to where the picture... Uh, you know, of course, every new Disney thrill ride has yeah. to take a picture of you being thrilled. And, and all it is is people standing around and taking picture of that picture with their phones or their digital cameras. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm standing against the wall with my hands behind my back, trying to you yeah. know, put some pressure in there. And a cast member, you know, nicely says, "You know, you can't wait here." I think he thought I was waiting. I'm not wanting to tell him I'm in excruciating pain because the last I want is the paramedics coming on on stage to roll me off with everybody staring at me <laughs> so managed to get you know through the shop and outside you know i can't sit i can't stand i'm, I'm about ready to pass out so 
and I all three days I'm wearing my back brace. Of course, Saren, well, serendipitously, that's not the right word. Saren, um, well, in secret, <laughs> put it that way. Surreptitiously. So, thank you. That's okay. the word. So here, the whole time I'm at Disney World, I'm wearing in humid, hot weather two shirts. I'm wearing a wife beater <laughs> under my regular T-shirt so I can put my back brace on so my, my, my shorts and my shirt hide it, not to advertise I have a back problem to go on all these rides that they say you shouldn't ride with a back problem. Because um, normally I ride them because 99% of the year I'm fine. It's one or two times a year where I'm just in a lot of pain. You're jacked. Okay. So, <laughs> And we're going to wrap up part one of Greg's three-hour Walt Disney World trip report right there. Uh, the second hour, part two, we'll post in a couple days, and we'll post the final and third part a couple days after that. I'm Mike from MiceCast, and thank you for listening. This show is a member of the Disney Podcast Network family, hosted by Jeff at Meandering Mouse. The DPN is a collective discussion forum consisting of some of the finest unofficial Disney podcasts available on the Internet. Pay a visit to www.disneypodcastnet.com and join in on all the fun with your favorite Disney podcasters and listeners.